Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Upon this rock, we'll build our church. We didn't even say that the whole time. Oh, you yeah. did? When did you say it? Pretty early. We're good. Oh, okay. Good. We're covered. Good. There's the cold open. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to the Bruins and Bruins podcast, episode eight of season. I almost said season seven, season five. 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 Yeah, five. That's I almost said three. Five. This is our wild. fifth hockey season. Wow. I don't. How does so, that work? Didn't we start in twenty twenty? Yeah. I guess, but it was the nineteen. It was the second season. half of the twenty twenty season, like right before they went out of. Yeah. Out of business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that did happen. Um, something happened there that year. I forgot about that. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then from there, yeah, so this will be our fifth. That's crazy. Because it's wow. 2023, 2024. There you go. What do you know? What do you know? What a ride. Uh, this is going to be the most different one we've seen probably since the start of our podcast, I would say. Well, I guess from a Bruins roster standpoint, maybe not from a league-wide standpoint considering the bubble and all that shit. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, exactly. And some and some bruises. Maybe some bruises. Little bruises, little bruises. Little. That's a crazy. What do you get? What do you got here? It looks good. Um, I like that so, it's black and gold. Yeah, so I had this a little while ago. I've had this three times on the podcast. Well, this will be the third time on the podcast. Um, it's called an inclusion dry hopped pale ale. It's from uh, gluten free pale ale from. Uh, Wow, why can't I find it? Maybe inclusion is the is the thing. Oh no, uh, Groundbreaker Brewing. There you go. Um, so yeah, first time I had this on the podcast, did not like it. It was the premiere <laughs> of me trying it. Just was like a weird little citrusy kind of thing. Um, and I'm not too big of a fan of citrusy. I can do some of them, you know. But uh, second time around, I recall it being like decent. So I'm thinking third time might be the, the charm here, there you folks. Go. Yep. That's actually why the Bruins are going to release Milan Lucic midseason and then bring him back, because the third time is going to be the charm. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it really isn't too bad. It's kind of like a Glutenberg for anyone who's had those before, um, which is one of the gluten-free beers that's kind of around in places, um, a brand that's out there. Um, yeah, drinkability, I'll say, I'll go with, like, a 19. Tasteability can definitely taste it. It's a beer. It. In general, it's a beer. You can taste it more than water. We're going to go like a, like a 29. There. There you go. Name, a, name a 29. Yeah. At least they'll, they'll do the crosser. Yeah. Drew and I are hanging out here. Name Is a 29 that? in Bruins history. Uh, Lindholm. There you go. <laughs> That's nice and easy. Isn't Lindholm 27? Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, he's 27. Oh, might just... need to edit that. Maybe he's 29 years old. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. This is a little sick. It's interesting. Look, you know. drinkability... Um, Mm, 16, but just because it's a little bitter, but I, I like that actually. It's good. Uh, tasteability. I'm going to 
thirty. I'm gonna go. I think it's yeah. one higher. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. Name a thirty in Bruins history. Timmy Thomas. Timmy Thomas back from the grave. Yep. Basically, he came. He came. I know that was weird. Actually, stuff. I wanted to talk about that. In the yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. What if we he came back and won a cup? I did not have that on my bingo card of yeah. all the time for like with Bergeron and Krejci to just randomly slide in like, oh, by the way, Tim Thomas is out of his bunker and living right. in Vermont. Apparently, that was weird. Mm-mm. I yeah. I mean, I was cool i guess to see him yeah i don't know I, I feel like i've my opinion on him has probably changed a little bit over the last 12 years yeah but seems like he's doing well so that's good no <laughs> but uh anyway i think um david Krejci is sort of the focus here at least the beginning of this episode because we have not reacted to that by the way chris gear not here rhymes um me and cam are live it's in, a couple thousand in my miles apartment, away actually yeah in my apartment in portland maine so come find us uh uh well actually this isn't live so you can't um yeah david Krejci. so i mean just for me personally it didn't hit as hard as bergeron um and i also think once bergeron retired it was kind of accepted that Krejci was going to retire um, I also think Krejci was more likely in general, even if Bergeron did return. Mm-hmm. I, I really felt like for Krejci, he came back, and that was the last hurrah for him. Bergeron, it was a question of, does he go one more year? Um, it would have been, like, it, and we'll, I think we'll talk a little bit more about the, history, uh, the, the future in the very second half of this episode, but... David Krejci was always right along there at that core. Um, and I think, it, it, you know, you think about the 2011 Stanley Cup push, the huge part of that. Absolutely. Him, Lucic, and Horton, that, that was that was peak. That was probably yeah. one of the, like, until we got the erection line, that was the best first line that the Bruins had had in a long, long time yeah. with just stacked talent in the play style. And, um, unfortunately, he didn't get a winger for a long time, a which decade. I think he he probably could have broken some franchise records if he had like a saw. Like he would have racked up an extra twenty twenty five assists per game, you know, per yeah. <laughs> <for> season. <laughs> Maybe at this point, you just bring Wayne Gretzky back and Connor McDavid and <laughs> and There you go. All but, that poise, baby. Um, yeah, Cam, what are your, what are your thoughts on on David Krejci's legacy here? Yeah, definitely. Uh, lasting, it's gonna be one of those weird ones where like he's gonna always get put, just like as the the two A guy behind Bergeron, right? Like mm-hmm. I think even if you talk about like number retirements, like I don't know, are you gonna do it just because they had Bergeron as the face, of, you know, or or Chara or Tuca or something, you know what I mean? Like maybe Krejci gets into that conversation. We can talk about that in a little bit, yeah. but regardless. Um, obviously an all-time brew, and upon this rock we shall build our church forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, such a critical part of, of the team over the last decade plus. I mean, you mentioned it with the, the lack of a, a wing for pretty much a decade, more or less. Uh, to keep the Bruins as competitive as they were, they really were relying on David Krejci that entire time to essentially turn one winger into a solid second mm-hmm. line and just have whoever the hell they could put there on the other side, yeah. which is not an easy task. And uh, especially for the way Krejci played, I feel like it, it was able to work out. And he was, I mean, I, you feel like it's a cliche a lot in hockey that people talk about players who can elevate the, the players around them and their skill or talent. And that was David Krejci for sure. Mm-hmm. Anybody who stepped on the ice with him 
is better off because of it because he is so good at creating space, slowing down play, and just finding that open guy. Yeah. And, you know, it takes a lot to score in the NHL, but it's a lot less when you have David Krejci feeding you a backdoor or something. So yeah. um, he's going to be missed for sure. I think the, the Bruins... Offensively, especially, I think, you know, obviously not quite the defensive contributor that somebody like Bergeron or Marshall is. Well, yeah, is, of course. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And, and a pretty elite playmaker. Um, and, again, just that ability to control tempo and to take a game that maybe felt like it was, it was you know, tilted ice going against the Bruins mm-hmm. and just slow it down and, and really just regain control of, of everything going on on the ice. He felt like somebody that was able to just orchestrate all 10 guys on the ice at, at any point, which is, is incredible. Yeah, and I think his leadership as well, he was such a soft-spoken guy to the media and just outward and everything. Uh, he's always been that, that kind of person, a little shyer, it seems, but, I mean, he wore the A for so long, yeah. too, and you know um, the little clips you see and stuff, too, behind the beat and, mm-hmm. and shit. Like, he, he's talkative in that locker room. He's a leader on the ice. Like, that's why he, he had that, and I don't think you see that come through as much as it did with Chara who was captain. Obviously, yeah. whenever you're captain, the eyes are on you, but Bergeron had the eyes on him. And you got guys like Pasternak and Marshawn that are, you know, more personality, I suppose, and that's why they get the attention. But Krejci, just uh, almost like, you know, from our perspective, like a silent leader in a way. Yeah, he um, just felt like he was like a secret weapon that the yeah. Bruins just like kind of wanted to keep sort of quiet for yeah, a decade yeah. because like if word got out, somebody could come poach him or yeah. something. But and he just carried the second line for so long. Yeah. Like he did, and and after the ad break, I'll get in. Well, like I said, the future, but it's just like you don't have that guy that can carry it on his own. There, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody talks about like, well, I, you know, we'll save it. We'll save it for mm-hmm. the next few minutes. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I the, one of the things that also stuck out to me when they were doing the videos talking about him mm-hmm. is people talking about how funny he is. Like, you know, we wouldn't expect that yeah. again. But that's that kind of shows you like the difference between you know what you see as a fan or in the media mm-hmm. versus what's really happening inside that room. I think it's incredibly clear that everybody who he's played with really respects the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, we talk about Bergeron being a constant professional. David Krejci's right there as well. Like, seems like one of those guys who has just done everything right throughout his career. Obviously, has an incredible amount of t- like talent, skill, but you know, works his ass off all the time. Skates hard, um, and obviously was earning the respect and, and admiration of his teammates off the ice as well, which is really important. I think for a guy who's going to be there and that you're going to build an organization around like they did. Um, but yeah, I feel like if if you were to summarize Krejci's Bruins career, I would I would probably call him a secret weapon. Like that was yeah. there was always eyes on on Bergeron or yeah. on Pasternak or on Nathan Horton back in yeah. the day or whoever. And David Krejci was just that silent killer on the second line, where like you know the old cliche was that the Bruins had always two first lines, and that was that was because of David Krejci, no question. Right. Um, I do have one question for you. Number retirement. Um, yeah, I was thinking about this one earlier. Um, honestly, I think I think you would have to. I, I gotta have to look at the career stats and stuff, see where he stacks up. Um, from uh, again, it's like you don't have that quite that personality that like somebody like Bergeron has to be pushed over the top. Even if I mean Bergeron's stats are obviously incredible there as well. Um, but for a guy like Krejci, who, again, is like, it's kind of the secret weapon. You don't think of him necessarily, at, like, a lot of people across the league aren't going, oh, Berger, like the Boston Bruins, David Krejci. Like, I'm not, probably not the guy they think of all the time. And yet was so pivotal, or pivotal to a Stanley Cup and to 
10 years of, of relative success compared to most of the league, um, even if they only did grab the one Stanley Cup. Um, so I, I just wanted to see where he ranks here. Fifth in assists all time with 555. Yeah, only ahead of Espo behind, by two. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's, he's like 75 or so behind Bergeron at 613. Um, Check games played and goals too. I'm gonna points, say I'm gonna points. Say, yeah. He's ninth with 786. And so you think about you know Bergeron eclipsed a thousand. David Krejci. You think about the like amount of times he was injured and people you know talk about him being a softer player and stuff. He got injured a lot and maybe he was a little more fragile. And I think that's part of his like play style and stuff yeah. too. Like he is a guy that they're gonna target, especially when he was on that first line with Lucic and Horton. Mm. I think he excelled there and wasn't injured as much as you know the mentality that you have someone there to defend him um but yeah so in points he's ninth you could go goals created we're gonna go that deep ninth um plus minus he's not on there wow not top 10 david Krejci. goals created awful Awful player, actually. In terms of number retirement, honestly, I think he's one of those guys that they'll keep in his back pocket, their back pocket, well, because they have they have Char and they have Bergeron. And you're gonna think even Tuka, about Marshawn. Tuca could be the first goaltender. Um, the only thing is the cup. I'm pretty sure every single player that's been retired, except for Terry O'Reilly. Well, they do win a cup. O'Reilly? Oh no, I meant Tuka Rask. Well, Tuka Rask did. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but like. Um, and it could be, you'd see, that's one they have in their back pocket, too. But you have Chara and you got Bergeron, then. Chara, that's, likely that's retirement. Um, like, very, very likely. Uh, Bergeron, death, obvious. obvious. Yeah. Like, they'll probably do Chara first, and then they'll do Bergeron at some point. Or maybe maybe not. But then I think is one of those guys that's, like, five, ten years down the line if they don't really have an obvious one. And I think Marshawn could be there, especially if he finishes out his career um, these, here yeah. in... Like so, that's one that's gonna be down the line. And also another question for you before we maybe go to Raycon is he's talked about how he wants to like stick with hockey. He specifically said though that coaching he couldn't do. He couldn't do what those guys do is what he had said. <sighs> so um, if he is to eventually do that after probably taking some time off with his family and stuff, a do you think that might be in the Czech Republic? or America slash Canada, and if it is around us, like, what would you like to see him do? Would you like to see him try coaching media, maybe? Yeah. Like, I, I do think interesting. I could picture him as, like, a trainer, like, he goes back to school, and he's like, yeah, now I'm the Bruins' new trainer. <laughs> I do feel like media would be interesting just to, like, because it, it does seem like there's a lot of personality there that's just been kind of, like, hidden away for the sake of focusing on his playing career and to, to see that. And obviously he's a guy who understands the game at a level that most people, and I would argue players, don't. Um, the vision he has on the ice is incredible. That would translate really well to the booth. Um, but I will say I do think that my heart tells me it would probably be in check just yeah. from you know the fact that he went back there once. It seems like you know he's got most of his family there, clearly a family guy. I would be a little surprised to see him stay here in the U.S. just for the sake of a job. 
That's so not pro I, hockey? Um, scout for the Bruins and the Czech. PJ Axelson, cool. you think of? Like, he yeah, scouts, like, cool. Scandinavia for the Bruins or some that shit. That would be sweet. So, I like, can see that. I can see scouting him maybe, would be dope. Uh, He's the silent killer. He, like, yeah, maybe <laughs> secret something weapon. With, he finds another secret. Maybe something within, like, even the Czech national team. I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, that too. It could be based there. But it would it'd be awesome. If, and, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. It'd be awesome if it like it could somehow at some day evolve the Bruins. I, mean, I could totally maybe they'll team just up. Pop maybe like head, like maybe PJ like he'll develop the next like great Czech star. Yeah, and he'll just, like, yeah. Fly. Be like, hey, by the way, you guys gotta draft this kid because he's David Krejci oh. 2.0. And then boom, we're good. So we call a PJ and they'll, they'll work some things out there. It'd be good. Uh. All right, uh, we have some words from DraftKings and Raycon coming up. So cue that. Hey guys, I have a cat on my lap and you might hear it purring in the background. Unless you have Raycons, which might drown out the sound with some with some great music. Even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to music or this podcast, listen to this podcast on repeat. Every episode, listen to it like five times. Or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit. You know... It, you know, creating your own summer soundtracks can be done by popping in some Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or stay calm with some guided meditation. You know, listen to this podcast on repeat. Like I said, let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profile, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Raycons have 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose create your own soundtrack with raycon right now thpn listeners can get 15 percent off their raycon order at buyraycon.com slash thpn that's buyraycon.com slash thpn save 15 percent on raycons buyraycon.com slash thpn New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN, bet just $5, and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050, or visit gamblinghelpline.ma.org in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casinos at Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 
888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance one boost per eligible game opt-in required max bet fifty dollars ten plus leg wreck for 100 percent boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com baseball terms all right welcome back thanks raycon DraftKings, for um having us read those for you for the dupes and also helping us out as the well dupes. um so i'm gonna shift gears a little bit from the past to the present and future the boston bruins and i talked about this actually the hockey podcast network i uh, had or has actually some episodes coming out with uh, previews of each division. I uh, represented us and talked about the Boston Bruins, which, by the way, there's another Bruins podcast on the network too. We might need to get to get to know them and have them on at some point. Um, but I I talked about how you know with Bergeron and Krejci gone now, they have not had the situation with two like. It, the number one and number two center is kind of in question. Like, you always had a guy that's, like, you for sure going to be there. One of them's going to lead the first line. One of them's going to lead the second line, whichever it may be. Um, and now, I mean, you got Charlie Coyle. You got Pavel Zaka. That's probably your two best options at center. Um, I think a lot of people talk uh, Charlie Coyle being the first line center. I could see that. I think anyone you put between... Marshawn and Bosternock is going to thrive in, in, in some capacity. But I also think Pavel Zaka has that skill set that would go great and could almost... I, I mean, I could also see it. Pavel Zaka maybe is your first-line center on the on the power play. He's on that first unit or in some capacity. So um, what are you thinking between that, starting with that one or two, before we get to maybe yeah, some depth I don't think... in the rest of the lineup? <clears throat> I don't think the Bruins are going to have a clear one-two as far as, you know, whatever. They might look the same in the roster sheet every night, but I think when you look at ice time at the end of the night, it's going to be pretty similar. So I I don't think it matters too much. I think more than one-two, you're just thinking about what's the best combination that we can get out of those two guys. To me, I think you keep Zaka and Pasternak together, whether that's a technical second line and then you keep maybe Marshan up top with Coyle. Um, I think, you know, I, I would be a little surprised if they put Pasternak and Marchand together. I think they're going to spread those two guys out, um, so they have an, a, an elite threat on both lines. Um, and to me, it makes sense to keep Zaka and Pasta together, um, in which case, I don't know if that's your first line then, and then Coyle and Marchand, again, it really doesn't matter, I don't think, as far as who technically hits the ice first, but, um... Yeah, I think you can kind of flip it either way. Yeah, I think there's always the opportunity to switch it up, which, um, you know, we saw Monty do some. If, if Cassidy were there, I would say it would definitely be swapping up, which isn't a diss or anything, Mr. Stanley Cup winner. Congratulations, yeah. Butch. But um, I think, at least to start, I could see it being Marshawn and Pasternak on the wings, especially because... I always think you need to have at least two 
I mean, stars, I suppose, you know, in a way, like like impact players that can change the course of a game and, and you know, lead you in scoring or whatnot. Um, also, there's an ad. I have the Bruins roster up on Hockey Reference, and it's just a video of David Krejci talking, so that's this nice. Um, I'm going to scroll down. Oh, no, it followed it. Okay, X out of it. You're making me cry, um, I think, you know, you always have Bergeron and Marchand together on that first line for a long time, and then you throw a guy like Jake DeBrusque on, right, who's not that superstar or so, but has that scoring ability and complementary abilities, good chemistry developed with them. Um, and then that's you could spread the wealth with Pasternak going down the second line and finding something that clicks there. I think they're going to find themselves in the situation where they need that scoring power on the first line. They need Marchand and, and Pasternak connecting. Um, and, and and so I think, you know, it, it, it's weird when it comes to wingers too. James Van Riemsdyk, you got Milan Lucic, who's going to be down there on the fourth line. <laughs> you better I, I, I'm, me. Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> folks, but it's, it's, uh, it's an outdated playing style. But, I mean, we could see. I would love if, like, coming back to Boston really, like, reinvigorated him and he got pots like 30. Yeah, I don't think he's pots 30. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't think he's pots 10. Yeah. I don't know. I think I feel like you will have a bit of a bump. Just I, I, I think he's gonna be really motivated this year. And uh, again, I if anybody's expecting the Milan Lucic that was last seen in a Bruins uniform, you're gonna be sorely mistaken. Yeah. Um, I and my my baseline hope is that he's not a liability this year. My like ceiling is like I could be a little pleasantly surprised. I don't think he's gonna break down any walls, but. Yeah. I, I just hope I'm not going like, oh shit, this wasn't worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The year. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I will say, like, I think if the Bruins, the Bruins, I think probably pencil in as a team that's going to fight for a wild card spot this year around there. Maybe three division. I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty good Atlantic division still. Um, I've heard a lot of people say miss the playoffs. Which I, yeah, I, I get that's Look, I mean, obviously so much turmoil, right? Yeah. But, I think they're good enough, especially defensively, and they've kept the goaltending situation yeah, together. Yeah, goaltending's huge. I think they're going to be good enough to compete for a playoff spot. I think if ultimately they do bow out, it's it's going to be because they just don't have the depth at center. And right. They, you need it. You need, it's the most important position on the ice, yeah. uh, besides the goaltender, obviously. Um, I think and, Cup, Cup would have to take something special. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. At the right time, which <laughs> Look, we yeah, saw well, with the Florida Panthers. Yeah. So, but I think, yeah, they're... I think they're going to be back to the good old Bruins, you know, good enough to make the play. Maybe not this season, you know, they're going to be on the cusp, but in the future, the future is, like, decent. So it's, especially if they start they drafting well. Uh, I do think they'll, they'll might be, be a wild card because the Atlantic is always dangerous. It's one of the most dangerous, if not the, like, you know, most unpredictable in a way. It's hard to predict who's going to make the playoffs. You could see five teams coming out of that division, you know, with yeah. the wild card spots at some point. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think you know the Bruins surprised us last year in a way. Yeah, but maybe absolutely. they'll surprise I mean, us this about a year team in that some ways. To maybe finish a wild card yeah. spot last year. That's and set the record. It, so. The only problem is with that depth. You know, if the wrong guys get injured. That's, that's out the for thirty for games. Me. I'm not terribly concerned if about. You only have Marshy fifty games this season, or however many he played last season. But you know, missed the first part. McAvoy yeah. and stuff. If you have guys missing that amount of time, it's, it's the centers not... too. Again, it's like I think mm-hmm. you can get away with Quail Zaka one two. But if one of them gets hurt for a semi extended period of time, 
Like, what are you? I mean, <clears throat> maybe Morgan Geeky's gonna move up. Like, I, yeah. you try to <clears throat> put Trent Frederick back at center. Who? Which I, probably I, not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so. I mean, I I don't mind Trent Frederick honestly, but dude, him and Lucic. As a parent, I don't know. I am excited for like Lucic to do some fighting, to do some like hitting and stuff. Oh yeah, he'll be fun. I am excited for that, but it's gonna be down on the fourth line. He's gonna be a role player, and he's gonna, you know, yeah, he shouldn't be getting much. Have some passion (laughs) for the bee on his chest, and like that's he's gonna be an energy player. He'll be a good culture guy for sure. Exactly, like exactly. I think it's gonna be that way. He'll run over some goalies, and we'll have to like somehow (laughs) defend him. You know, yeah. yeah, Hopefully, he'll get suspended doing some dumb shit. Yeah, have you heard of uh, Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk? Yeah, yeah, so he's a... <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think it's going to be... I think it's clearly a gap year for the Bruins. Just, again, look at... The, look at the <laughs> I like that. Right. Yeah, I'm just taking a year off. Well, I don't mean college. I mean, more or less, uh, from an organizational standpoint, you're trying to figure out what you got going forward. A lot of one-year deals, a lot of veteran guys. Figure out what your core pieces are this season, and then, you know, try to make a bigger splash next off season. Um, right. But... Again, I do. I I have them making the playoffs slimly, but I think they'll make it in. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you never know. Yeah. Also, can I just ask who's your favorite for the cup? Uh, I don't even know. I don't have an answer, so I'm trying to think of one now too. How much has Vegas lost, honestly? Because they were damn good. Yeah. Well, you know I what? Know. I, I if you want, to Italy, yeah. if you want projections for all of the teams. Represented by folks who know those teams well. Hockey Podcast Network has you covered. You can check them out on YouTube is where they just posted our episode. It was live stream, and then they're going to do some editing for Spotify and such. Those will come out for listening in September, I believe. But for now, you can watch them online that way or go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or some stuff. Um, and they're doing all the divisions. So, yeah, if you want that kind of content, honestly, check it out. It was great talking with those guys about the Atlantic. And, um, yeah, Any, anything else? Go Bees. We're about to meet up with um, State of Hoppy, State of Hoppy yeah. from the Soda Pod. Those, uh, those out there who <laughs> might remember Ooh. our crossover with Isha there, too, in the Minnesota Wild podcast at the network. And might be a, some content form of a picture. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Maybe a beer. Yeah, just check, out, check it out on Twitter, at Bruins and Bruins, on all the socials, and BruinsBruins.com, and we will see you later. Adios. 46. Cheers. Cheers. Upon this rock. Upon this rock, we'll build our church. We didn't even say that the whole time. Oh, you yeah. did? When did you say it? Pretty Victoria. early. We're good. Oh, okay. Good. We're covered. We're good. There's the cold yeah. open. Woo! <laughs>